Okay, I'm going to start again. Yeah, a little more energy. Volume, maybe? Volume. (laughs) (laughs) Really, we wouldn't be here if we hadn't become parents. Hey, Bean. Hello. Hi, Lena. Well, I think the way I see things is very, very influenced by the way you talk about things. Mm hmm. I remember when our oldest kid was in preschool and we went to our first diversity committee meeting. It was in the evening in the school library. There were like a dozen of us, parents, teachers. Yep. We were a pretty racially mixed group in a mostly white school. We spent a ton of time oh working God. on that diversity statement yeah. yep. that went on the website eventually. All of the side conversations, you know, that we had before, after, in between the meetings were about not programming, not policy, but about people's personal experiences around around race and their kids. Mm -hmm. So, Andrew, it really took a couple years of this, right? Like our first kid had left preschool. Our second kid was now there. Yep. And we're still going to diversity committee meetings. And we really did start to wonder, why are we only having these conversations on the side? Why aren't we making time to talk about our everyday experiences of race? So we start looking around for resources for adults who are raising kids. We Googled. We read widely. We found some school resources for older kids. We found a lot of academic articles. And a lot of popular pieces about how to talk to kids about race after police shootings. Almost everything we found was geared at white families. It was surprising and really disappointing. This was 2014, by the way. Not that long ago. So I remember that we literally turned to each other at one point and said, Andrew, with your background as a political scientist doing research and advocacy around racial justice. And your background in education and media. Also, you were born in Jamaica, came to America when you were seven, although I often forget. And I forgive you. (laughs) And I'm multiracial, the daughter of immigrants, the father from Dominica. My mother is French-Canadian from Quebec. We were raising two black multiracial kids. We could start an organization to help people like us. And so we We did. did. This is the Embrace Race podcast. A show about how to raise kids who are thoughtful, informed, and brave about race. I'm Melissa Giroux, here with my husband. Andrew Grant Thomas. This season, we'll be talking to experts. It's unclear why we put racism in a different category than, say, tying your shoes or sharing or emotional intelligence. These are all things that we actively teach children. They pick up on cues. They connect their own dots. Researchers. If we don't talk to them about race, about race-related issues, then this silence is essentially telling the children this is something dangerous we shouldn't talk about. Professors whose work intersects with childhood development and race. Babies can notice things like skin color. So I think we need to realize as parents uh, is that kids are going to come up with problematic ideas about racial inequality just by living in the world we live in. We'll be diving into some modern myths. That multiracial kids will lead the way to racial harmony. That the passing of older generations of Americans will end racism. That talking about race makes you racist. We're going to be poking some holes in those myths. Tell your friends, family, neighbors. Listen, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. A new episode will drop every week starting early in 2024. Um, How was it being behind the mic? A little weird. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.